0: And hello and welcome to Let This Mind Be In You. Uh, Brother Michael D'Angelo here with you on a remote location. As you can see in the bottom of the screen, I'm up here in New Jersey, uh, Keyport, New Jersey, right? We're in Keyport. We are. Uh, With my dad, Brother Kevin D'Angelo here. And uh, so thank you for joining us. Uh, We're gonna wait a few, um, just a few couple seconds while we're giving uh, people time to get in here into the stream to uh, just go ahead and say thank you for taking a Friday night and uh, watching with us. I see that uh, Brother JT and Brother Gabriel are already here and Sister Lizzie is also here already. People are already rogering in, so I appreciate it for you being here on a Friday night. Um, Just in way of introduction, uh, so if you're new to the channel, we have um, audio podcast available uh, probably about 30 or 40 minutes after we get done tonight and I'll be over on iHeartRadio podcast and also Apple podcast where we're going to be talking um, you just have to look at let this mind Be in you ministries podcast search for that and you'll find it also on podcast.com com, and you look for it there also if you'd like to send us an email Uh, here at The Ministries, that's l-t-m-b-i-y at yahoo.com, and you can write me an email, and I look forward to hearing from you there. Um, On the Facebook page, um, the ministry page on Facebook, Let This Mind Be In You Ministries, uh, we did a little promo video last night just to let everybody know what we're doing, so as you can tell, um, I don't have my background, I'm not in my studio, obviously, and uh, what I'd like to know from everybody that's watching is, it, is there any sort of glitching? Is there any sort of problems hearing? Um, is the, if the audio sounds good, uh, please let me know. Um, I have to kinda, I don't have my mixing board here. I don't have a lot of things, so uh, just let us know. So if you can hear us real well, um, and I just wanna say welcome to my dad. Go ahead, hey, dad. i glad to be here.
1: The well, first, first remote cast.
0: Yes, the first remote. Uh, sitting here in your apartment in New Jersey. Uh, isn't technology awesome? Is it? Brother JT says that uh, we sound good. Hey. So, well. Nothing like sounding uh, good. At least you he can hear it. So, <laughs> <laughs> your dad sounds clear as well. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Brother JT. As long as we don't sound like munchkins or something. It, right. You, it, you don't want the. Uh, yeah. We don't want to sound like that. So, um, we've been in the book of Romans um, as we've been doing that. And hopefully, we'll have a little bit of time. We're going to s- go through Romans 4 and we'll see how far we get. Um, We left off last time at the end of Romans uh, chapter three, obviously. And what's really interesting, I'm sure it's just a coincidence. You've watched this channel long enough, you know, I don't believe in coincidence Um, where last time you were on the channel, uh, the very first live. Well, it wasn't a live stream. We just filmed it. But uh, you went through Romans one, two and three, and that's what you wanted to talk about. So it's very interesting that we'll be picking up here in Romans four. Uh, well, why don't I turn it over to you to kind of just give a brief overview of Romans 1, 2, and 3, uh, kind of like the way you talked about last time about uh, our position in the eyes of God, uh, who we are in the sight of God, and so forth and so on. And uh, we'll open up the floor to you. Go All ahead, right. Man. Well, uh, going
1: back to Romans chapters 1, 2, and 3, it's a. of course, uh, I've often said that if I was gonna be put in jail or stranded on a desert island and I had the opportunity to have one book of the Bible only one out of sixty six I would have chose I would choose the book of Romans mm-hmm. because in it it contains everything I need to know it literally does right it tells and starting out in the first three chapters of course it deals with the uh, the heathen man in the in in the uh, or the the heathen man, the, or the religious man, the religious man, the uh, uh, heathen, and what was the
0: second one? The um, one that had pleasure in their, in yeah, their works.
1: Yeah, it, it simply describes all of mankind. Right. If you read starting at about verse 18 of chapter 1 through chapter 2, you're dealing with. The whole scope of mankind mm-hmm. in the way God sees them. Amen. And that's the most important thing, because when we look at each other, Paul said, when we compare ourselves with ourselves, you know, we become unwise because, mm-hmm. hey, I'm better than Adolf Hitler. Uh, obviously, Adolf Hitler and people like him obviously would end up in in hell, but not me. I'm I'm a pretty good guy. I'm a pretty right. good moral guy, mm-hmm. and that reminds me of the third person. It's the moral guy.
0: Yeah, the one that's uh, that's counting on their good works, which is about to be destroyed right yeah. here in uh, absolutely in uh, chapter four. Yeah.
1: So you you deal with the heathen man, and then of course the moral guy, and then the religious guy mm-hmm. in the last part of chapter three. There, right? We're talking about the Jew, you know. Mm-hmm. Who had everything going for him? I mean, he had the right Bible, he had the right God, he had the right religion, he had the right everything. Sure, and it kind of reminds you of uh, Nicodemus in John chapter three, mm-hmm. a guy who had everything. I mean, yeah. as far as the world is concerned, he had the right religion, the right God. He was he was a, a bigwig in his in his religion. Mm-hmm. He had everything, and yet Jesus said, "Ye must be born again." Yeah, and of course. He he was relying on uh, his good works and sure. his religion, his pedigree. I he mean, was
0: of uh, he was kind of that same vein there of um, where is that is it in Luke, I believe it's in Luke where it's the, the the publican and the Pharisee. You oh know, the yeah, Pharisee had like this, you know. And Jesus described the Pharisees a lot too, you know, like those be seen in their long flowing robes and Absol- you know. They tithed on mint, you know, like all the way down to it. But he said, you ignore the weightier matters of the law. And the weightier matters are the schoolmaster that points you to the fact that you cannot keep the law. That's right. That's why you need somebody, God in the flesh, who kept all of it. He fulfilled all the law. That's why he was able to be the perfect sacrifice for us. Absolutely, and
1: and that's and that's really the theme throughout the the gospels too. We can't forget that Jesus was using the law Mm -hmm. to convict the Jew. Yep, because it's to the Jew first and then to the Gentile. Right. So every one of his sermons was based on the Old Testament. That's right. And of course, the conclusion of every one of his sermons was that they weren't doing it. That's right. They, that they weren't keeping the yep, law, yep. and the common man, the uh, the everyday man, you know, hooked onto that and realized that, hey, what Jesus, what this Jesus is saying is that we're all sinners. That's right. That that we're all lost in this guy in the back row, the Pharisee back there, you know, with his long flowing robes and his uh, telacteries and all the other kinds mm-hmm. of things. He's just as bad as I
0: am. That's right. Yeah, Jesus even said, uh, "Whited sepulchers full yeah. of dead men's bones," and um, of
1: course and, he couldn't get a, He could. He couldn't get a, He couldn't get away with that today. Oh that no! Be of totally course not. Politically yeah, he, incorrect.
0: He, he was. Uh, yeah, he was. He would be totally politically incorrect. <laughs> and it's interesting that he talks about the throat uh, in Romans three is an open sepulcher. Yeah. You know anything that comes out of their mouth, anything that even um, everything that's within us without Christ. The un, the natural man, as Paul says in 1 Corinthians 2, is just no matter what you do, you they're in of yourself, there's no good thing. Right. There's no righteousness whatsoever. Right. Um, and we got some comments right in here. Uh, Brother Tim is on here. Uh, Brother Tim, Aaron, thank you for joining us, Brother Tim. Um, and he says, yep, the book of Romans kicks people's self-righteousness. Just kicks them right square in between the eyes That's of their it. self-righteousness. And then Brother J.T. brings up Luke 18 verses 9 through 14, talking about the publican and the Pharisee. Yeah. And Brother J.T. also says, that's why I love Romans, because it continually kicks a man's self-righteousness of all types. Absolutely. A moral man and everything like that. Yep. Hence why most people are running to every other book for salvation, it seems. It seems like people want to go to different places um, and use, well non dispensationally and saying, well, it looks like here we have works, you know, the, the works based religions, which is all of them out there today, you know, the, the Catholics and the, and the, those that want to keep these certain things, you know, the, uh, the ones that like view themselves as Jews now. You know, it's interesting that the you know, the Catholic Church teaches that replacement theology. You know, they've they've replaced the Jews, so now they have to keep all the you know, that's why they have to genuflect and keep all the sacraments and so Mm -hmm. forth and so on. It's very, very interesting with that. So with that being said, it's a very good overview of Romans one, two and three just talking about who the man, uh, natural man is. So if you have your Bibles, uh, which I hope you all do, turn in your Bibles of Romans chapter four and we'll pick up right there. And um, uh, remember last time we, we stopped uh, at the end of Romans three, and I brought up the fact about by faith, circumcision by faith and uncircumcision through faith. And that's really interesting. We've been talking about that a little bit. Um, how interesting that is, and then it start. It leaves off by saying, "Do we then make void the law through faith? God forbid! Yea, we establish the law." Essentially, saying like as Paul will say later on, it's the schoolmaster and so forth and mm-hmm. so on. It, there is a a role for it, and then in chapter four and verse one, it says, "What shall we say then that Abraham, our father, as pertaining to the flesh, hath found?" Now, Jews obviously, father Abraham and pertaining to the flesh was the lineage. The fleshly lineage was the the Jew, right? Right. But it's going to talk about this, that there's going to be a little bit of a difference of a spiritual aspect of this, which is the lineage that Jesus Christ was brought through. Obviously, we know it's... And
1: it it should be noted that Abraham is the one they go back to in this verse of Scripture, and not Moses.
0: Mm, That's right.
1: If they went back to Moses, then there would have been some... uh, there would have been some. Uh, what, what's the, the Wiggle basis? Root. Yeah, kind of. The, the, yeah, there would have been some basis of, you know, that the law had something to do with it. Mm-hmm. But he goes before the law, right? A thousand years or more back to Abraham, the the, right. the, the the progenitor, the, the the beginning
0: of the religion, way before the law. And it says even before circumcision, as we'll see in here. That's right. Before the covenant, the 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 outward sign that was given of circumcision mm-hmm. that's absolutely right it says uh, verse two for if abraham were justified by works he hath wherefore to glory but not before god speaking if it was by works only if it was just how good he was of a person he would have reason to boast if he was justified right. but it's saying no right well, he had to he had to believe god he had to put his faith in what god had told him to do that's why we sort of talk about the the similarities and not the faith only or the works only, but it's the combination of the of yeah. the two of the two. That's right. A living faith yes. produces a living work. That's right. And verse three it says, For what saith the scripture, Abraham believed God. See, there it is, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Now I always talk about this in this verse that what if he would have believed God but he would have never left the Ur of Chaldees? He would have been in disobedience at that point, disobedient to what God had told him to do. Yeah. Henceforth there would not be, that would cut the line right then and there. I mean, um, obviously there, we know that that didn't happen. There was but, no faith. There yes. would have been, uh, that would have been obvious that they, he didn't believe. Which kicks Which kicks these people that talk about just, you know, it's belief only. Right. Well, the devils also believe and tremble. You Absolutely. You know, if it was just a head knowledge, a, a belief alone, just like, And that's what I think a lot of people like try to add confusion to this. And uh, Brother JT has been on this channel before with his Roman 10 controversy and the people that talk about, you know, if you try, if you actually say, if you call upon the name of the Lord, you're you're introducing works into the faith only the faith alone. And which is weird, because out of the abundance of heart, the mouth is going to speak naturally. You're going to cry out. Confession is going to be made. Yeah. And it's not works. It's just the natural occurring action that happens. Just like if you believe God and it was counted to you for righteousness, it's going to produce a certain action. Right. Just like Abraham got up and left and took his family out of the Urachaldees. Uh,
1: and that's where, that's where. if he didn't look, Jesus said, if you guys don't cry out, the rocks will. Right. So, <laughs> So, right so I mean uh, we talk about uh, if you won the lottery you'd be telling everybody sure yeah. if something good ha- you have a baby you tell everybody right. about it it's just an outward
0: expression of what's already happened uh, in the heart what's happened that's right uh, so absolutely and that's and that's why we uh, we talk about the you know when Jesus says the publican went away justified, because he recognized his position in front of God, a sinner. That's he right. came to the end of his own self-righteousness and cried out to God and saying, be he virgin. recognized the one that he believed in, the one that could do something about it. And he said, be merciful to me, a sinner. Right. And it can be as simple as that. It's not a one, two, three, repeat after me prayer, but it's a reduction right. out of the heart. We've only been through three verses. So let's let's let's, go. let's keep going let's go all right. verse 4 says now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace but of debt boy isn't that true of people in today's world they're trying to work to get to heaven work into this yeah. and, work, and they're going to pay that debt for all of eternity that's right. exactly of eternity. right and that's a great verse of scripture you know he that worketh
1: if you're trying to work your way to heaven
0: mm-hmm.
1: what is your reward well debt that's right you get more debt. That's right. You know, it's like it, it, someone has said, man, if you if you were to put $5,000 on a credit card and you paid the minimum every month of that credit card, you didn't put it. any more on it, you're never going to pay it off. Never. Ever going to pay it off. And that's the, a great illustration of a man trying to work his way to heaven.
0: That's right. And right? that's why when we say the debt has been paid, when Jesus Christ said on the cross, it is finished, the debt is was paid Absolutely that sin debt that we talked about the remission of sin the abolishing of sin and death as it said um he made a show of them openly as it said in colossians i love that verse because and i believe it's in colossians 1 makes a show of them openly of death and hell because he not only fulfilled the law in all aspects He was crucified. He took that so that we can—he took our place. He took our debt. But not only that, he rose from the dead, which put victory over death. We now have eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And that's what's so amazing about—I love just the way it's phrased in the Bible, in the King James Bible, about um, make a show of them openly. Because I always equate it to like— if you really showed somebody up on a basketball court, for example, I know this is, this is not a good, like an excellent example, <laughs> but you don't understand what I'm saying. Yeah. You just completely destroy them. You break them down. That's why I always kind of, it's just, that's the image that pops into my mind. Oh, yeah. Not that Jesus, you know, I'm not trying to be sacrilegious or anything, but you know, you could see that Satan thought he had won. Oh yeah. God in the flesh was dead. Right? Right. Got him. Got him. I own sin and I own death. I own the keys to hell. And what did Jesus do? He said, Yeah, those are mine. Yeah. And rose victorious amen. over that. So, amen and amen. amen. Um, but yes, the debt. Verse 5 But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. That's right. There it is. There's the if you want to work for your salvation, you got debt, but you put your faith in in the finished work of the cross, what Jesus Christ did, his payment of that debt, mm-hmm. justifieth the ungodly. Yes, and don't forget that word counted there. It's the imputed that, righteousness. The imputed righteousness. It's given. That's right. His righteousness is put onto my account. Right, and that's another example of this, these guys that just said, well, it's my belief alone. Well, that's your righteousness. You think that your belief alone is what's gonna save you. No, yeah. it's his righteousness. You can't just go and I call it shotgun salvation. At the at the edge of a shotgun, I will take this righteous. No, no, no. You fall prostrate in front of the judge. You fall prostrate Amen. in front of the judge and say, "Be merciful to me, a sinner. I deserve everything that you're going to throw at me." And he says, "I've placed it on myself. Amen. Reconciled us to himself." Amen. And man, what an amazing uh, view of that. And then verse, uh,
1: look at the next example. Yeah, a, guy, who, a guy who's even. During the law. Yes. After the
0: law was given. That's right. Even as David also describeth the blessedness of the man, unto whom God imputeth righteousness without works, saying, Blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Now that's interesting um, the 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 word there that david was talking about that covered during that time we know that they when they died they went to abraham's bosom where it was known as paradise that's right because the death of the testator had not happened yet we we recognize all that but there was what they were doing as far as sacrifices in believing God and obeying what he told them to do. Amen. That's another thing too. Like If they, well, yeah, I believe in a, a coming savior that's gonna die on the cross and be buried for my sins. No, nobody believed in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. There's a mystery. That's right. And, and Jesus even said, or it was Paul that said, um, if they would have known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory, that the rulers of this world would have known. Well, who's the ruler of this world? Satan. Yeah. Satan. If he would have known these things, he would have done this. That's why it's. Yeah, okay, he would have let Jesus off scot free. That's right. <laughs> or try to, or try to stone him to death,
1: right? Yeah. And or how many or, times did that happen? Or some <laughs> other form of death. Being stoned to death, or thrown off the pinnacle of the of the temple, that's right, or something of that. Thrown
0: off the mountain, or whatever, like hey, toss yourself off this mountain. But no, that's a good point uh, because another type of death. Because he said when he said before Abraham was I am, he was claiming to be Jehovah God, God the Father, standing right smack dab in front of him. And I brought up that verse to you where we're talking about how even lost people during that time hated and seeing saw God and hated him which is amazing to think about. And that's in John chapter 15. They yeah, saw the father, saw the father. That's right, they saw the father, because let's turn back there real quick. I just, that just kind of got me off topic here, but. Don't it, chase any rabbits. No, man. not too many rabbits. But John <laughs> chapter 15, right after he got done talking to them in John chapter 14, it's still the same conversation. Verse 24, it says, you know, he had just told them if that if they hated me, they're going to hate you, right? Mm-hmm. He's telling his disciples, by the way, that's a litmus test. By the way, if the world hates you, it's like, oh, okay, well, I must be, I must be in the will of the Father right now because He says He will, the world will hate you. But verse twenty-four says, "If I had not done among them the works which no other, none other man did, they had not they had not had sinned, But now have they both seen and hated both me, uh oh, and, and my and father. father." Yes. What do you mean they seen the Father? Well, we believe here on this channel, the biblical Godhead, that God was all, it was, he is manifested in the flesh there, God in the flesh, Jesus Christ was holy God, body, soul, and spirit. And there's a lot of mystery in that. There's a lot of faith that goes into that because we can't explain all the things, but when he said it, he meant it. Either that or there's contradictions in the Bible because it says no man at any time has seen the Father. Don't say that. Well, there are no contradictions. No contradictions. <laughs> we don't believe in it here. Absolutely. So, but going back to it, let's get back to it. But that's really good. That's a, that's a small rabbit trail. That wasn't a huge no, rabbit trail. No, It was just a slight diversion. No, All just, right, right. Just
1: a couple of tracks of the snow there.
0: <laughs> All right. Verse eight. Yes. Um, Blessed, and here's the impute word. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. Hmm. Cometh this blessedness then upon the circumcision only? This is a, you know, the circumcision obviously being the Jew, or upon the uncircumcision also? For we say that faith was reckoned to Abraham for righteousness. How was it then reckoned? When he was in circumcision or in un- uncircumcision? Here's the question. Oh, yeah, oh. this is great. Look, not in circumcision, but in uncircumcision. This is for the, those that want to keep those. Levitical laws and the Jewishness of everything, you know, the want to keep using the terms like Yahweh and and Yeshua and like all these ones that want to practice this Judaism now. It's like, look, this was established before the signs, the outward signs and all these different things were even done in Abraham time, like you just said, before circumcision, before all that, before the law, before anything, anything and look here's the here's the sign here's here's when you when you talk to people about the Jews require a sign here's here's the example right here and he received the sign of circumcision this is verse 11 a seal of the righteousness of the faith which he had yet being uncircumcised that he might be the father of all them that believe that's the key verse right there that's, that's right. the
1: key part of that verse God did this in His uncircumcision, mm-hmm. so that He could become the father of of the faith of faith. That's right.
0: For the circumcised and the uncircumcised, through that lineage, the the earthly lineage, so to speak. Obviously, Jesus Christ was not created, yeah. and everything he we know that. But Mary and Joseph were both up, and through that line came David, and then there's the promise of the kingdom of heaven, and Absolutely. so forth and so on. That's right. That um. Yes, middle Middle of the verse, that he might be the father of all them that believe, though they be not circumcised, that righteousness might be imputed unto them also. Amen for that, for us Gentile folk. Oh, yeah. And the father of circumcision to them who are not of the circumcision only, but, but who also walk in the steps of that faith of our father Abraham, which he had being yet uncircumcised. Now, I want to just stop real quick. So we talked about proselyte Jews. Uh, we were talking about that uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. So during that time, before the death of the testator, obviously, God had set his dispensation. And it said, during the law of Moses and so forth and so on, those that wanted to be in righteous or have that imputed righteousness in during that time had to become Jews in the flesh, if you, if you get where I'm going. They had to be circumcised, yeah. even... Even the Ethiopian eunuchs, so to speak, you know, those that were of Ethiopia that were practicing Jews were Gentiles, right? They weren't actual Jews, but they had to be proselyte. They had to follow all these different things in order to be, they couldn't just be saying, well, yeah, that looks good over there. I believe in what you guys are doing and not follow all those things and still be in uh, obedience to God Mm -hmm. during that. Don't forget that the temple had a court of the Gentiles. That's right.
1: And I'm 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 guessing I'm uh, uh, I haven't researched at all, but I'm guessing that the court of the Gentiles was for people like the Ethiopian eunuch, mm-hmm. yep. who was not by blood a Jew, right? But was a proselyte, but could come into the temple into a certain area. That's right. And and worship. That's right. And this guy, of course, he had a he had a uh, a copy of the book of Isaiah yeah, that's right which did. is a remarkable thing now yeah. uh, which would have been something very few Jews had outside of the synagogue mm-hmm.
0: the a, a copy of the book of Isaiah yeah, it was amazing and being as that he was in the like the Ethiopian eunuch seemed like he was in the more of the royalty serving the royalty so maybe that that's why um, the book of Isaiah had copies Perfect copies, you know, preserved copies, because even, it um, was it Philip? Was it Philip on the road to, Mas- uh, road to the Ethiopian eunuch? Yeah, yeah Philip. Philip. Even he said to him, you know, hey, what does the scripture sayeth? You know, and he's like, oh, how can I know unless somebody, t-? you know, he knew he had the perfect word of God here. And so by using the word of God, he was able to show him, well, that one that was prophesied in Isaiah 9, 6, of course, they didn't have chapter breaks and verses, hey, Isaiah nine six happened
1: it's about, about it's
0: fulfilled it's happened right. and and he's you know so forth and so on that's another little rabbit trail we can yeah, think. but again that's, right. that's the reason why it was before the circumcision what the Jews did during that time and, and Jesus himself said he was sick of it he was sick of their sacrifices and all this kind of stuff because all it was was a tradition of things they were doing in their head right it, what he wanted the heart always wanted the heart you see if you have your heart is in it if you love something you're going to be producing the action so to speak and where our heart is is where you know where are you where your treasure is there where your heart you know what mm-hmm. I, f- I forget the, the way the verse goes but that's the point and so as born-again christians today now that the jesus christ has come now that the sign gifts and all these other things have been put on hold i believe for a while well, now we have this thing. What do we do with it? What do we do with our heart? Do we give it to the world? Well, we're not of the world anymore. We are of Christ. We should be doing things for the eternal. And so um, that's that's really good. Um, all right, let's get back to verse it, uh, 13. Yeah, verse 13, uh, for the promise that he should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through righteousness of faith. Mm-hmm. Now, that's kind of interesting, the era of the world. Um, a little bit of a, I think, a little bit of connotation to the kingdom of heaven, so to speak, that through there is still going to be, through the lineage of David, there is still going to be an earthly throne. Um, sorry for everybody who thinks that we're millennial. No, there's going to be a millennial reign of Jesus Christ sitting on the throne um, in Jerusalem. And they will rule and reign with him for a thousand years. And I think that that's um, because of the righteousness and all these different things that are going to come in later. That's for down the road. But it is interesting, it says, or to a seed through the law for the promise that he should be heir of the world. Well, you know, we are heirs now of the heavenly, right? You know, this, we're not heir to the, this coming world. Um, this is very interesting because it says in verse 14, For they which are of the law be heirs, faith is made void, and the promise made of none effect. This is more talking of the spiritual, obviously. Mm-hmm. Because the law worketh wrath, for where no law is, there is no transgression. And that's a little bit of an interesting verse. Um, kind of sounds kind of confusing when you, you see that. It's like, okay, well, if there never would have been the law, I guess there would have been no sin? No, there was still sin before that. No, there obviously. was sin
1: from Adam.
0: Yeah. To Moses. That's right. And therefore it is of faith, verse 16, that it might be by grace. To the end the promise might be sure to all the seed, not to that only which is of the law, the Jew, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, there it is, who is the father of us all. It keeps going. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which he which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Now I'm gonna stop right here, even though the there's not it keeps going. I always I I don't struggle with this, but this is kind of interesting because we know that Abraham did things out of his own flesh, out of his own wisdom when he went into Hagar. Right. And it says here, and, not, and being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. It seems like, does, is it more that Sarah convinced him of that and that he was just trying to keep the peace at home, so to speak? Now, obviously, he had a free will. He didn't have to go into Hagar, even though culturally speaking, that was a thing. To, bring, to raise up an heir even through your handmaiden you know your wife's handmaiden and such
1: yeah but, but it
0: doesn't see, but it seems kind of interesting that it says he didn't have he wasn't weak in the faith and i, I don't know i just i don't know what you think well, about it
1: well if you remember that uh, Abraham was approached by god the two angels that were with him, Jesus obviously, that was talking to him, yep. face to face. Yep. And uh, <laughs> and Sarah laughed mm-hmm. at all of that. She sure did, Sarah yeah. laughed at it, and he said, "Well, by this time next year, yeah, you will have you will have a child. Mm-hmm. You know, the time of human, uh, time of a gestation. You know, right. nine months from now, you're going to have a baby. But it was almost twenty five years earlier than that." Hmm that the first promise came. Yeah, That's where the promise was. And then, of course, they waited. 70, he was 75, then he was 80, then mm-hmm. he was 85, then he was 90. And Sarah, of course, is not getting any younger. she's. Mm. she's I, I believe God, on purpose, waited that 25 years mm. in order to give him that child to test his faith. Mm. But, of course, Sarah didn't have, she lost her faith. Some 13 years or so prior, when he said, Go in on the Hagar. Yeah. And but he wasn't like, the promised son. That's right. Every time that Isaac is mentioned about uh, his son,
0: it's it says the only promise. begotten son. And yeah, yeah, a promise, too. Like yeah. The son of promise. Was,
1: uh, his, what do you mean? He had, a, he had, he had Ishmael first.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It wasn't his only begotten son. He, as far as God is concerned, he was his only begotten son. That's right. Isaac was. Yeah. And it was it was a failure of Abraham, but it was his wife that said, "Go in on the Hagar, I'm not having any more kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I'm, I'm ninety years old, you know, or at that time she was right older old than that. old enough, old enough, right. And so she uh, told him, and he broke down and he went in on the Hagar. and of course, mm-hmm. the history now of it is he's the father of all the Arab nations. Yeah. that are surrounding the Jewish nation now.
0: Yeah, And I just thought that was just interesting because it goes on to say, when he was about 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. I just think it's interesting that Paul is saying it. And Paul knew all this. He was raised up in the lap of Gamaliel. You know? right. he, like, he knew all this stuff. And um, through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, It's written to there. And so, I mean, I'm not doubting this, but I just always thought it was kind of interesting that maybe it was through the influencing of Sarah and he got in the flesh, so to speak, and said, okay, you know, all right, fine, I'll go into her. But it wasn't. He never wavered in his faith that God would give him that son of promise. Oh, I don't think so. Yeah. Not so, and all. I think that's what it's talking not about. at all. And because it says in verse twenty-one, uh, and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform, and therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness. Now it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but for us also, to whom it shall be imputed if we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead. Wait a minute. I thought we we're supposed to believe on Jesus. So how's that two separate persons there? Mm. Yeah, well, it's not. It's one person. You know,
1: I was looking at that uh, verse 21 again, being fully persuaded that what he had promised. Now, back in verse 18 and 19, it's talking about having Isaac in the first place. Mm. But then his sacrifice of Isaac. That's right. It talks about that. Is, in I think is verse number... Um, verse twenty-one, mm. and being fully persuaded
0: that what he—that's you know, interesting—that's interesting because it does—is it in Hebrews or is in Galatians? I think it's in Hebrews where he talks about he, he, he by faith he offered up his son Isaac. That's, yeah. Is that Hebrews eleven? Yeah, but that's where he was yeah. justified. That's right. That's right. That's absolutely right. That,
1: that But that's where, it, so verse 21 is dealing with yeah. the sacrifice of Isaac well, that, that he staggered up. not.
0: That I mean, up.
1: considering the fact that he was going to cut that boy's throat, yeah. he was going to light that wood on fire, and yet he told those two servants, me and the lad are going to go over yonder and worship, and we will return unto you.
0: Yeah. And here it is right here in Hebrews chapter 11. I, I, that's why it comes to my mind now, that as soon as you said that, that's that's good. That's a very good point because it says in verse 17 of Hebrews 11, By faith Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac, and he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, as you just mentioned, mm-hmm. of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called, accounting, verse nine. Nineteen, that God was able to raise him up even from the dead from whence also he received him in a figure. Ah, ah, very, figure. very interesting. In the figure. That's very, very good. And so thanks for clearing up. So, that so that's
1: up. verse twenty one, I think, is referring to the mm-hmm. sacrifice of Isaac, I, that, not that is the it. birth of Isaac yeah. or going in on the uh, Sarah. You know, I, I congratulate the guy's a hundred years old. Mm. <laughs> but he right but he kept on trying to fulfill what God had told him when he was 75 years old that no. he was going to have a son and his descendants would be like the stars of the sky and the sand of the sea. No. And that's pretty hard to do when the kid is burnt to a crisp.
0: Yeah, that's true. Right? But pretty hard knew, to do. He, he knew he would raise him up. He, like, he, he, he would he, raise he, him. He said no matter what. So that was the, that was the uh, faith that was counted to him for righteousness um, by going through what God had told him to. He believed God. He believed him. That's why he placed his son there. Now, what if he would have believed him and never went through with that? You know, then it's then it's yeah. faith without works and so forth. And well, that's so on.
1: another thing. You know, God knew what God knew he was going to stop him. Yeah, Abraham didn't know God was going to stop. Him. That's right. That's where the faith comes yeah,
0: in, yeah. And that's and it's difficult for us as human beings, you know, uh, to even think about. We still have free will, but God is still all knowing. He's, you know, He yeah. knows. He, he's omniscient. He knows all. He it, and it's interesting. He created time. I always talk about them kind of nerd out. He doesn't just exist where we think now. See, we are spatially oriented. Oh, yes, where it's yes. like, well, it's it's uh, it's almost nine forty on the Eastern Standard Time. This is where we're at, God is is the alpha and the omega jesus said he's the i, I am the alpha and the omega right. the beginning and the end he exists outside of it he exists as time let's just put it that way like it doesn't matter when it's talking about it and that's why in uh, first john when it said uh jesus christ is come in the flesh it's a present tense yeah no matter when you read that verse is come in the flesh Because he's always had the body. He's outside of the time-space continuum. Yes. As they would say, Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) To use a a, uh, temporal term. That's
1: right. Because we don't know anything outside of time, space, and matter.
0: We don't. That's right. But
1: God's outside of time, space, and matter. Because he created it. That's right. That's right. So this is what uh, verse 22, therefore was imputed unto him for righteousness. To him for righteousness. (laughs) So if you were going to use the term saved or made righteous, that's when Abraham was made right. Now he could have said to Abraham, Abraham, this is what I'm gonna do. Uh, You're gonna have that son, Mm -hmm. and then 13 years after you have that son, I'm gonna tell you that you're gonna go to a place that you don't even know exists, I'm gonna show you that place, Mm -hmm. and uh, you're gonna bring the wood, and you're gonna bring the knife, and the fire, and all the other kinds of things, and then uh, you're going to tie your son, up. you're gonna put him on that altar, and then I'm gonna stop you. Mm -hmm. But in order to save time, I I want you to do this.
0: Mm Yeah, it just doesn't give it all out there. That's why by faith. And what's really interesting about that passage in, in, in Genesis that we see now, because the mystery has been revealed, as Paul says, you know, given to usward, you know, he would re- these things in the New Testament that are revealed through the Apostle Paul saying these things, when we see Abraham talked about here, we can go back to that portion of Scripture and see <clears throat> God will provide himself a lamb. Right. We can see that that is the the sign, the picture, the type, and saying, "Oh, the only begotten Son, raised up." you like, and there's some people. I, I don't know how, I don't know how valid this is, but some people say that that mount that he took him on was three days journey from where he left out of. Some people say that that was actually the mountain range of Jerusalem. Yeah, and maybe potentially even Golgotha Hill. Oh yeah, and. Not only that, they they never give an age. This is super interesting. I, I don't. Again, I'm not trying to go. I'm not trying to go extra scriptural here. But it is interesting to think about that it doesn't give an age. And some people postulate, you know, they just theorize that Isaac wasn't a young lad as what we would think of at 13 years old, but more of a young man not married yet at the age of 33. Yeah. I don't know. I don't again, that's that. what I, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying. I don't not, buy
1: that at all. I don't. But the, the but the picture is there. Yes, and, that's, and it's it's obvious that's that you know you go to Jerusalem today. There's the Dome of the Rock, mm-hmm. and there's no doubt that that was the place in that area where mm-hmm. the temple was built, mm-hmm. and the Dome of the Rock is in there area, now. Yeah, that that's where Moses. That's where Abraham was. Yeah, and when he turned around to look, he would have looked across the Valley of Gehenna, mm-hmm. and he would have looked onto the Mount of Olives where Jesus was taken mm-hmm. from the Garden of Gethsemane back into the city mm-hmm. to face trial that night. Yeah. And that's why he, the ram was caught by its horns in a thicket. Mm-hmm. I believe on that and what would have been or what will be in the long time future, mm-hmm. the Garden of Gethsemane. Yeah. I'll throw that in there.
0: Yeah. It's it's very interesting to, to talk about and to think about. Obviously, it's not... It's not spelled out in scriptures that way, Obviously. but it, it is It is beautiful to see the picture of that. The perfect sacrifice, the lamb, um, as we, we, we talked about, the lamb without spot or blemish, Jesus Christ. His uh, He was the great. veil. He was his flesh that was torn but that's for what, us to have Isn't access. that
1: what Hebrew said there? Yeah. It said it the veil.
0: It took it in a type. Yep. You know? now yeah.
1: But Abraham himself didn't say, "Oh, that's yeah. oh, that's Jesus."
0: Absolutely, yeah. You
1: know, that's what people try to claim today.
0: Yeah, that it did it had no idea and didn't know, but we do now. And that's the beauty of the, as you said, the Book of Romans. Um, not only for those you're trying to understand, like and look, lead them down the quote unquote the Romans road, right. but getting them to realize who they are in the eyes of God the first couple of chapters you know just getting people to come to the end of themselves and say look there's nothing good in you but guess what now as we Romans start four and five yeah now as we start to come through here it's like oh god made a way of escape right and uh and let's just read just a, a few more minutes here getting into chapter 5 therefore being justified by faith we have peace with god through there's that through again by the way yes Through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access. There it is, the access. They didn't have access to the Holy of Holies, but because that veil was torn, as it says in Hebrews, we now have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand, are standing with God now. And rejoice in hope of the glory of God, and not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us, and I think we'll just go ahead and stop right there in Romans chapter 5, and we'll have to pick it up next week. well you will. I will. You won't be <laughs> at the either. home at the home base. Yes, a home base <laughs> back in Pennsylvania, Lord yeah. Willing. And it'll be um it'll be on Thursday night next week. Thursday night, um what is that? December uh, Oh, Thursday. goodness. What what day would that be here? Let's see. The Thursday. Fourth,
1: fifth, fourth? Fourth.
0: It's the fifth. The fifth. The fifth is actually my birthday. It Dece- actually is. Yes, and I
1: have a doctor's appointment. Oh, very good. To, to,
0: remind, me <laughs> to remind you of it. To remind you of it. Yes. Uh, next Thursday, the fifth, December fifth, um, we will be on because I have duty next weekend. Unfortunately, the sixth, seventh, and eighth. So yes, next Thursday night at nine p.m. Eastern, we'll be back in Pennsylvania. Tune in uh, at the. Uh, yeah, that's right. Tell all your friends, right? That's right. Tell a hundred yeah. of your closest friends. Yeah, like and subscribe. You know, like, subscribe, do all that kind of stuff. Uh, for us, please. And uh, now we have about, well, we have exactly 15 minutes remaining until we hit that hour point. So um, I'm going to go back through here and see, I think we covered just about everything that people have talked about. Um, I don't see on here, doesn't mean that's not he's not here, but the AV uh, Maritime Bible Believer, I think, is the the handle that talked that requested you be on. And now, oh, I, I don't now know, he's... If you're on here, brother, go ahead and say something, um, <laughs> because uh, we, we we went. Yeah, up I want to keep in touch with my fan base. Yes, your fan base. <laughs> Goodness. Anyways, all
1: of, all one of them.
0: Yes, the the one. I don't want I'm a, I'm a pretty big, I'm a pretty big fan of it. Oh, you. I, he, I love you. Yeah, but
1: you have a reason. Av hey, he doesn't know me from Adam's house cat.
0: Yeah, well that's true. <laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, thank you for joining us tonight. If there's not going to be any kind of questions, <laughs> we better wrap it up because this character over here will. Uh, <laughs> start uh things will start going downhill quick oh so. no no come on come on come on <laughs> i'll keep it on the down low uh well look look check this out <laughs> what? ryan swope says hey brother d'angelo
1: hey ryan
0: hey brother ryan there in uh i think you're still in pennsylvania pennsylvania yep you're outside of pennsylvania there yes brother jeff is his name the guy that uh, requested you be on so. oh
1: brother jeff all right brother jeff send me some fail man for some
0: flounder <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, I think, he's up, uh, I think he might be in Maine. Brother Jeff, I think, might be up there in that uh, that Maine region. If I'm not, hey, I
1: don't know,
0: better. Send me a moose. <laughs> well, they have like, plenty of those up there. Uh, there's a Ryan Smith on here. Hello, Brother Ryan. Um, thank you for being there. <laughs> uh, Ryan Smith. And Brother Ryan Swope. It's good to see you there. Yeah, brother. brother. And uh, so if anybody's got any questions for this man over here, um, you know, go ahead and ask, and I'll, I'll read them out to him maybe where he stands doctrinally on on certain things, you know, um you've only been on the channel once. Now, there's I don't think there's very much stuff that we don't really there used to be some things we didn't really line up um but that was more of um me being a knucklehead. Uh as far as this world goes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for well, sure, but well, but there's grace and everything. Oh, it says Jeff's in Canada. Oh. Well, there you go. That's even better moose up there. Yeah. So my dad was actually stationed in uh, Fairbanks, or Delta Delta Junction, Alaska. Delta Junction, Alaska. Yeah. So That's where he was born. That's right. I was born in Delta Junction, Alaska. Well, Fairbanks. Fairbanks. We lived uh, in Delta Junction. Yeah. But, uh, oh. uh, Ah. Yeah, okay. No no dead air now. No, no. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Brother Gabriel says, Michael, in regards to your question last week about being saved by faith. I thought about Galatians 3, verses 21 to 26. It doesn't say save by faith, but the concept might be there. Okay, so let's go to Galatians 3. Yeah, I think this is in regards to uh, when we talked about by faith and through faith, uh, the differences or the potential differences there may be there, potentially. Now, I, I didn't make anything uh, like a dogmatic statement here, but Galatians chapter 2, and verses 21 to 26, or... Galatians oh three. Sorry. Galatians three. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say there's not You're confusing me. Yeah. Galatians three. Is the law then against the promises of God? It's a question, God forbid, for if there had been a law given which could have given life, verily righteousness should have been by the law. Well the are right. But the scripture hath concluded all under sin, that the promise by faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe. Now it says by faith of Jesus Christ again, as it said in Romans 3. Remember when I was talking about that? Yeah. Every time it says by faith, now it seems though it socks it always says of Jesus Christ. By faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe. Romans chapter 3. And I just want to i will turn back to that real quick. It says, verse 22, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, of Jesus Christ. It's the very same wording in um, verse 23 says, but before faith came, we were kept under the law, shut up unto the faith, which should afterwards be revealed. Hm. Wherefore, the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ that we might be justified by faith. Now that doesn't say by faith of Jesus Christ that time. So there's a one in the column for us to study even more. But after that, faith has come. We are no longer under a schoolmaster. For you are all the children of God by faith in Jesus, in Christ Jesus. That's interesting. Yeah, there.
1: the phrase f- faith here throughout this whole verse yeah. is the same. Yeah. That's right. it, the subject hasn't changed. The That's subject right. matter. That's right. Just because it doesn't
0: have the word of Jesus Christ after right. it, it's still, it's still the same thing. It's still the same thing. It says, right. there is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither na- male nor female for ye are all one in Christ Jesus. And if ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise, which is ties in what we were just talking about, right. that spiritual promise. So mm-hmm. thank you, Brother Gabriel, for bringing that up. Um more to study on that. I think you know. Again, those, these are things that, you know, what's amazing, brethren and uh, sister that's uh, watching right now, you know how much God can reveal. Just like tonight, like I was like, huh, I'm just, I'm kind of struggling. And you say, well, this is actually talking about this, and then it's like, oh, boom, the light comes it, on. That's that, That's it. Through the through the not, God uses men to be the conduit, so to speak, to speak yes. only what He would have them to speak. But it's the Holy Spirit. That I can test and try that spirit and say, "Oh, let me let me go make sure I check that in the Word of God." Yep. You know? And the Spirit does the teaching now. So for the rest of my life, as long as my my uh, I don't lose my mind, I will remember this conversation and this learning that took place, where I can say, Night. "Oh, I struggled with that a little bit where I was just like I was just kind of confused," and then the clarity of the Word of God comes through mm-hmm. through the power of the Spirit. That's why we don't need no man to teach us, but we are to follow faithful men because as they follow the word of God that's where they're going to keep point, pointing you to here look right, right here so that's very good so any no no more questions for me uh Ryan Swope says people want to confuse that with John 15:16 you have not chosen me but I have chosen you and ordained you uh I guess that would be the people that want to confute and make calvinism kind of a thing you know like he's yeah. he's chosen us no and brother Ryan knows this that we, you know he's not willing that any uh parish, <laughs> you're right that all should come to him. Yes, and he says God wants us all saved and has given us all us a will and choice. Yes, Brother Ryan saying those th- those that want to go into delving into Calvinism, which by the way, I saw on Facebook. This is just uh, a thing. I was I was going through the, sh- uh, the stream, and Brother Ryan just kind of made me think of it. Brother Rogers, yes, uh, posted it on there that Bob Jones. Uh, the director or the president or something like that is meeting with all these reformed guys now and is going right smack dab into Calvinism. Of course. Of and, course. you know, they soon to follow probably other things. And it's interesting that the book of Revelation says that the mother of harlots, all the harlots start coming back to mama. Mm hmm. And it's very dangerous that these guys eat, and I'm not calling out people's salvation or so forth and so on. But it's very interesting that all these harlots are coming back to mama, and who's mama the world's religion, the Roman Catholic Church, whatever label you want to put on it, but it's man's way, it's man's religion, it's man's way the system of the antichrist, which john says in first john that is already there, in the time of jesus and the time of the it was already there it was there in the time of garden of eden it's satan's way and they're all coming back to mama mama Mama. um come back to your mama yeah for
1: the for those of you that are out there uh uh where we're at here in keyport new jersey is apartment building where i work and live uh, I'm the maintenance supervisor here and uh, Got 209 apartments in this building, which is about to be uh, revent- uh, renovated uh, nine million dollar uh, loan or grant is coming mm-hmm. in and uh, So pray for us about that. But we have been trying or seeking God's face about getting to a a warmer drier climate mm-hmm. and and uh, uh, mainly for my wife because of her arthritis, but yeah,
0: uh, yeah me, we prayed about that before. And I mean.
1: look, I lived in Alaska for five years. You know, mm-hmm. you were born in Alaska. Your daughter, your sister was born in Alaska, mm-hmm. and we just loved it there. We just right. loved it. And uh, but the older I get, the yeah. less I want to see a snow.
0: Yeah, I and, and as far that. as
1: I know, I've never had to shovel rain.
0: Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Uh, we just talked to Brother Jeff is on here now. He said just tuning in, Brother Michael, and I'll have to restart it when you guys finish. But here's my dad, Brother Jeff, as, hey. as requested. So they're up there in Canada. And uh, yeah, and then there's a question on here. Uh, and Brother Gabriel was talking again, I don't get verse 29 of Galatians 3. That verse makes it seem like Christian and Jews are God's people and not Jews only. Well, in in God's eyes now there is no distinction. There's no Jew nor Greek. No, You know, obviously there's distinction, physically speaking, but spiritually speaking, there's no difference. Uh, remember,
1: um, going back to what it said there in Romans, that that he received this promises while in uncircumcision. That's right. So that he could be in chapter five, the father of many nations. That's right. And, and, that's, and this, that's how we yeah. are the children of Abraham. It's right. by faith. That's right. It's by faith we we are into that salvation experience. Yeah. It's by faith. Right. And uh, the dispensation was different, but it was by faith. Right. Uh, Abraham still had to believe what God said. Yeah. And it was acted out because he believed them. Mm -hmm. You know, I always use the illustration of, it. you know, you and I get an airplane ticket to go to Florida. Mm -hmm. And we both believe in that airplane. And we're sitting there in the terminal and we're talking to one another and we're saying, man, I believe that that plane will get me to Florida. And they call for our seats to be seated and everything. And I go onto the plane and you're sitting there in the window going, I believe that plane will get me to Florida. I believe, I believe, I believe. Yeah. I have faith in that plane. Yeah. Last call, and yeah. the plane gets taxied out, pushed back from the runway, uh, from the, yeah, the, the, the jetway, yeah. and then it, it taxis out to the. And you're still sitting there saying, "I believe that plane will." The problem is, you're not on it. You're not on it. Yeah, because your faith didn't translate into works, which would have meant getting on the plane,
0: right? And, and that's why we talked about that uh, earlier tonight. so and that's, and that's a good that's a very good example of that. Um, okay, brother Ryan's just talking about how he's off of Facebook. Um, you can hit me up on email brother Ryan ltmbiy at yahoo.com uh, if you want to get in touch with me um, through email LTM. L T M B I Y at Yahoo.com and you can get a hold of me there, okay, brother? Um yeah, so we're just talking about those different things there. And uh that's good. Um so I think that's about it. And we're coming up on an hour, Dad. And um it's really it has been great. I mean we an hour. It yeah. It went by like it flew by. Flew by. It flew by. We just did a whole entire hour and we didn't even get commercial breaks. Which, you know, oh, really? anyway. I
1: never even drank any of
0: my water. Right. So Brother Gabriel <laughs> is still asking about uh, compare Galatians three, verse 16 and verse 29. And um, all right. Now, verse 16 of chapter three says, now to Abraham
1: and his seed were the promises made. Obviously, he's talking about Jews.
0: Right. And so, uh, and, the- and that's why I was about ready to talk about there, there is a difference between this is what we've talked about just over the past couple of days about the difference between the earthly kingdom that was promised. That's right. The possession, the earthly possession. You always have to look for the distinction between the earthly, the temporal, the land grant, so to speak, the promises that were given to Abraham. At the same time, there's a difference. Now there's a spiritual promise that was also given to Abraham. Mm-hmm. So it, it's the problem comes in is that when us as Gentiles try to go Grabbing them earthly promises, those land grants, the kingdom of heaven stuff, and that's what causes all the uh, the issues, the political issues of this world. It has been, you know, like oh, you know, that's our land for the taking, and all. No, it's not. That land was promised to one person and through his seed, his earthly seed. That land over there, the 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 land flowing with milk and honey, the same one that was again promised to the children of Israel. Moses went into that land. That's theirs. And, um, and it will be theirs and they will rule and reign with Christ for a thousand years, as it says in revelation 19. So I would say brother Gabriel, as you're comparing that, just remember, um, just, just let the Lord teach you, go to the word of God alone. Don't take our word for it, but notice when there's differences talking about the temporal, the versus the eternal, the, the land, the physical versus the spiritual, uh, so to speak. So and Brother Tim says, now a word from our sponsor holds up the Bible. This is our sponsor. Amen. <laughs> I love that, Brother Tim. Um, always there. Brother Tim, a good friend of mine. Um, I've been missed talking to you guys uh, on Skype, so we'll have to hook that up uh, sometime soon. We'll have to talk to each other on uh, Skype, brother. But uh, we're right there in an hour. We've hit it, unless anybody has other questions. So again, Brother Gabriel, um, just go to the Word of God and, and just uh, study through that Um and I, I, I kind of understand what the question you're asking, seeming like there's a difference and now there's no difference. Are we now subject to the land, so to speak? Uh, mm, mm, there's uh, there's a lot of scriptures uh, that say we are not. We have been uh, prepared a place in heaven. Well, that's what um, Jesus said. Yeah. I go to prepare a place for you mm-hmm. and
1: where I am, ye may be also. Right. But that's completely different than the promises made to Abraham, right. where they're going to rule and reign with him. The, yeah, yeah. And a lot of those verses uh, the deal with ruling and reigning. They say, oh, well, we're coming back with him. Yeah. Why? Why? You know what the earth is going to look like yeah. after the tribulation period? Yeah. It's going to take them seven months to bury the dead.
0: Yeah, at <laughs> the time of Jacob's trouble, they're the coming out of that. Um, yeah, we'll we'll hold that thought because I wanted I want to approach that um, as a as a series. Sometimes talking mm-hmm. about the differences between um, the promises to the time of Jacob Trouble Saints and what they're going to be, what they were promised for a specific time period in a specific location, the Earth, and uh, we'll we'll, we'll no, just, of work, just hold that thought. Because where Jesus was talking about you know inheriting
1: the Earth, the meek shall inherit the Earth,
0: yeah math and all the things in matthew the he the attitudes <laughs> don't have anything to do with yeah, me the separation the uh, judgment of the the sheep and the goats i, I want to cover all that stuff but yeah. i want to i want to make sure that we uh we do that maybe in a more produced videos instead of live because sometimes in the live videos you, you do chase a little bit of rabbit trails and stuff like that and uh, that's the beauty of live
1: a rabbit a rabbit trail is only when you get off the subject yeah it's, but it's everything gonna, we talked about tonight was on subject yeah
0: because it was the it was the, the
1: fringes of that subject that yeah. that brought it in from the old and new testament. That's right. That's not really a rabbit. That's true. A rabbit trail is when you're talking about one thing and all of a sudden you're you're talking about cooking lasagna yeah. <laughs> for the meal mm. this Sunday. <laughs> well, speaking of which, are we having lasagna this Sunday? No. No. Uh, unless you want it cuz we're ordering from the menu. Oh,
0: okay. All right. Well, we're talking inside baseball now. That is a rabbit trail. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's been great, Pop. Um, I'm, you know, we, we need to do this more often. And then we'll have to um, once we're further than four hours away, um, if that's the case, and God takes us down there and leaves you guys up here, um, we'll have yeah. to we'll have to do some. We'll
1: have to do it on Skype. Skype. Or yeah, we'll just put the out.
0: screen. You know. Yeah, we'll figure it out. So thank you all for joining us tonight. Um, let this mind be in you. This was a special. Uh, well, they're all special because the lords involved. But Remote this was trans- a this transmission. Was a, that's right. This was a special one. Um, obviously, anytime with my uh, my dad and my mom sitting right over here um, is always special. So, uh, love you in the Lord. As uh, I admonish you all, and myself, and everybody that's sitting in this room tonight, be ambassadors for Jesus Christ. We have been called to a a high vocation. We are standing now is in the court the 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 spiritual court of the king we are priests and kings amen thou has made us priests and kings um, out of every nation tongue and kindred and it's just an amazing place and so we fall short of that all the time and um uh, so be ambassadors walk worthy the only way we can do that is through the power of the Holy Spirit. Go to the Word of God. Study the Word of God. Rest in His promises. Get rooted and grounded in the Word. And uh, join us next time on Let This Mind Be In You next Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you again for joining us. Uh, we'll be seeing you all, if not here on this earth, hopefully face-to-face when we're face-to-face <laughs> with our King. And since we're royalty, we'll give Him the royal. Yes, royalty. give Him the royal wave. I told you, this is, getting, this is past an hour, so he's starting to get a little silly. <laughs> So love you in the Lord, and uh, thank you, Brother JT, for praying for us as well. Okay, that's it. God bless, and we'll see you next time.